1: All right, here we go. The announcer schedules podcast, our guest this week. We're going to talk to the voice of the Seattle Mariners. They're back in the playoffs. Dave Sims is here as the Mariners are back. And many people, man, I remember Dave Sims doing those Big East games when I was in college. But now you hear him in the Seattle market. People on the Northeast, uh, the Philly side of things will probably recognize Dave's voice, but he joins us to talk about uh, his announcer journey and the Mariners are back in the playoffs on the Announcer Schedules podcast. Welcome, Dave. How are you, man? Doing well, guys. Good to see you. Well, Dave, let's start with that. The uh, Mariners are back in. It's been a 20-year journey to get some playoff baseball. So, kind of talk about the ride of uh, kind of being along with this team for a lot of those years where they didn't make it and then that moment that a lot of us captured or got to see captured on video uh, you announcing that uh, awesome moment for the Mariners I appreciate
2: that yeah it was a lot of fun I mean a lot you know a lot of pain a lot of hit and miss I mean it's my 16th year we've had some close calls in May uh, 1, 18, 16, 14 and uh, to, to finally break through and get through I mean you know it's just tremendous almost indescribable and and hopefully they they you know we go be going across the street in, in a couple hours and uh, see the you know see the game, and hopefully uh, you know they'll be able to perform. I think they will. It's a good group, uh, and I'm looking forward to uh,
1: I, i'm not on I'm not on radio today.
2: I get the radio game tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to that, in my first playoff game in baseball.
1: Yeah, for those of you uh listening, Dave is in Toronto. He's joining us from uh Toronto across uh, Roger Centre Sky Dome, as many of us uh, remember it. Yeah, talk about that. You know, a lot of the TV guys, you know, you you are along for the ride the whole year and many places the TV guy then gets pushed out. So you're going to be a part yeah. of this broadcast team here.
2: Yeah, I do probably 40, 40 eh, probably 40 45% of the games on radio. And so uh it just thrilled to be a part of it i was going to try to i was going to try to get here one way or the other even if i wasn't uh going to be on the air uh radio wise but uh looking forward to it it's going to be a lot of fun the excitement you know, is palpable the workout was a lot of fun yesterday and uh catch the guys you know see our guys catch out with some of the trump people so that was good
1: dave tell us how you got to seattle how did you become the voice of the mariners uh you know a guy um
2: well- as you know, I'm a Philly guy from Mount Airy. and grew up, grew up in North Philly and Mount Airy, and I went, uh, went to Chestnut Hill Academy, and I wound up going to school in West Virginia. And then from there, you know, I, became, I was a newspaper guy, uh, at the, at, uh, interned twice at the Inky, and uh, I was seven years at the Daily News. And then from there, various and sundry jobs. I, I mean, I did uh, basically KYW on radio, satellite news channel. It was all news stations. And we did sports at fifteen and forty-five on TV nationally, which was pretty cool. And then um, I did WNBC talk radio. Did that for a while. Uh, MSG Network, WFAN. Then got hooked up with ESPN, Westwood One. And you know, my play-by-play career. I'm in my thirty-third year doing play-by-play, counting football, baseball, basketball. So. It's been a good run. And then you know, Ron Fairley, late great Ron Fairley, was retiring in 06. Uh, I got a call, send in your tape. I did, and I'd be that like 100 days.
3: Dave, thanks for, for joining us. You, you mentioned your uh, beginnings as a sports writer. Can you tell us how kind of the journalistic instincts help you as a play-by-play man today?
2: Oh, it's huge. It's huge. You know, like the other day, the the Cal Raleigh home run that got us into the playoffs. I mean, that was like that. That was like writing the uh, the old when I worked at the Inky and worked at the uh, the uh, New York Daily News, both are AM papers, and you have to write multiple uh, stories during the day. You know. Uh, 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 a story for the Bulldog edition, you'd have to write a, a game, a running account, and then put a, put a bullet and lead on it, and then you'd have to write a sub out story where you summed it all up, put it together. So anyway, the journalistically, I mean, the writing of a bull, bullet and lead, get to the facts, boom, 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 the selling points, and that's what I I thought I did a pretty good job of hitting the other day on the Raleigh home run, and just general in general, knowing you know having interview skills, you know trial and error on that over the years. And I, I think I'm pretty good at it now. And I think I'm really good at it now. And because uh, that's basically all I do. You're always asking questions. You got to stay intellectually curious. You got to be able to learn how to listen and follow people, take you down the roads so that they may not intend you to. That too, but you got to be able to take them there and then bring them back to where you wanted to go. So I it's been a big help. It, it really has news gathering and being able to write and, and all that stuff. It's that uh, I know Bobby Knight, you say anybody can write, but, you know, they stop it. Um you know, it's a, it is, it's a legit skill set, obviously. So it, it it has helped me tremendously.
3: And would love to for you to reflect back a little bit to those early days of when you're really getting started on the play-by-play side and Big East football in the in the '90s. Uh, Temple Owls football uh, yeah. for a few years there. Can you reflect back on that time? Kind of, you know, as you're getting started on your play-by-play career, but also just the the scene back then.
2: Oh, it was great. I mean, I, worked, I did Temple Radio for three years, and this was when, uh, uh, full story, I mean, Mr. Cosby was at his, at, his, at his peak at that point, and I was at WFAN, and I met him, and one thing led to another, and I went up in the Temple Radio job, which opened the door to ESPN. Uh, temple had, that first year, Bruce Arians had left, where the heck did he go to? He left Temple... I can't remember, oh man, I usually know that. He left some, anyway, he left the schedule where we were playing in those first, my first two years, 90 and 91. And we went to, you went to the Chiefs,
1: by the way, Kansas City.
2: That's what it was. we went to the Chiefs after Temple. Okay. So uh, in those two years, we played at Alabama, Tennessee, Clemson, Washington State, Wyoming. Uh, and then, of course, the Big East schools. It was, that was a treat. And, you know, to go see big time football. At, at those locations was tremendous. And then, you know, like I said, that after that first year that I did the 90 season, in February of 91 on basketball in the AFPN. So, and doing the radio, I think doing uh, writing and, and doing radio, uh, the precision that you, you learn how to be precise in your words and
1: thoughts and
2: delivery, it really has paid
1: off for me over the years. Dave, you've called some great moments. Uh, Felix Hernandez, perfect game. Another uh, Phil Humber's perfect game. How does calling the moment for the team's success kind of stack up against an individual yeah. success like that? That's a great
2: question. When it's your team, it's a totally different thing. I mean, Humber's uh, per- perfect game, we uh, we were only on in Seattle and Chicago. They came to a full national for the last couple of outs. Uh, Felix, when he threw his his perfecto in August later on that year, was a different deal. It was our guy. He was at the peak of his powers. At peak, you know, he was at the top of his game. So that was super emotional. And obviously last Friday with Cal, that speaks for itself. So uh, when it's your team, it, I don't mind saying, you know, I go full, full Rizzuto when I'm doing Mariners games. I want them to win. I'm a homer. And, you know, I made no bones about it. When I'm doing national TV, he's played it down the middle. I mean, as simple as that. And uh, and I have mad respect for the players. I don't I don't diss anybody. I have highly respect uh, the respect for most of the guys. You know, anybody's professional sports. I mean, and and I I like athleticism. I like what I'm looking at. And I'm I'm one of those guys that the other team's doing well. I'ma say so. Guy makes a hell of a play. Say so. I mean, you know don't, you don't ignore it. You get especially on TV. And uh, you know I try to you know operate by the golden rule too. So. You know, it's, it, it's not brain – I always say it's not brain surgery. That's why I got into it.
1: Dave, uh, can you kind of give us you, – you mentioned Big East football. I remember those days. And uh, how did you break into baseball to where baseball became kind of uh, what, you know, your signature is now?
2: Well, I mean, it, you know, the way career paths go um, – I mean, I did some baseball at, at MSG, and then I got to do baseball at uh, ESPN in 92, 93, 94, I think like 04, 05. So I had – Baseball, in my background, it was the first thing I fell in love with sports-wise growing up in Philly. I mean, I grew up about a 10-minute walk from Connie Mike Stadium, so, and, you know, my father was in the Philadelphia, worked at the main post office at 30th Street, and played in a softball league, ran the softball league, ran the basketball league, so I've been around sports, all, you know, since I, was, since I could walk, so I'm right where I'm supposed to be.
1: Well, Dave, the last couple guys we've had on, and we'll get you out of here, um, you know, we've had a lot of Syracuse Newhouse guys recently here. Um, who have been on the announcer schedules podcast my cousins uh, Andrew Catalan uh, were the last two guests so Bethany how did that impact your broadcast career because most people I went to WVU and I don't even remember that Bethany was in West Virginia until you said yeah, yeah, hey I was in West Virginia
2: Yeah, it was great about it at that time it was just, it was small schools 1500 and the thing that was great my last year year and a half two years uh, I got to be I was a sports editor of a small but, five, six page paper, and I was a sports director at the radio station. I called, I did PA for, uh, for football and basketball, sophomore, junior year, senior year, I called football and basketball and radio. And, and like I said, the internship I got at the Philadelphia Inquirer was absolutely life-changing and, um, you know, going to Bethany was, it was a different experience. I get recruited to play. At Temple, Skip Singletary it was all East Gary, walked me around. I remember walking me around the facility. Wayne Harden was the coach. John Drew was the uh, backs coach. John came after me like senior year March. I said, What, coach, why are you coming after me? It's March, it's way after the recruiting season. He says, You play, you're, a, you're an I formation fullback. Coaches in your league, the Interact, love you, and we need a, an I formation fullback. I go down there, I take my visit with Skip Singletary. I said, I'm not going to be able to outrun this guy, and I really don't have my heart, and I don't want to be giving my body to football, so to D1 football. I played one year at Bethany. I finished third in the conference and kickoff returns, and I said, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> and I played baseball for a couple of years. Oh, cool. I, said, I, you know, I, I, I got a chance you know, to, to get in a either sports writing or broadcasting, be able to do it for a career. And, and that's what I want to do.
1: We'll leave you with uh, working with coach K and getting the opportunity uh, to host that show with him on Sirius XM radio. I think what, 16 years or so uh, beyond the yeah, coach K
2: you're 18 coming up. Yeah. Year wow. 18 coming up. And uh, he, we're going to do the show. We're going to, we're going to uh, get it going again at the end of the month, I'm told. So I uh, look forward to that. This will be a different deal because he'll be retired but uh, it's been a great run. We've had a absolute who's who uh, in sports on the show over the last 17 years. It's been unbelievable. I mean, the producer says, hey, Coach K wants to talk to you in his radio show. Yeah, what time?
1: Right. <laughs> you know, it's really easy, really easy. Dave Sims, everybody. The Seattle Mariners are back, and uh, you'll be calling what, game two, you said, on the radio?
2: Yeah, I got the radio tomorrow on Saturday, yeah.
1: Very good. All right, everybody. Dave Sims here on the announcer schedules podcast. Got a quick little look at his career. The Mariners are back. By the way, He said Philly guy, the Phillies are back in the playoffs. So the synergy yeah, is all happening. World Series. <laughs> Let's not? do it. Let's do it. Hey, Dave, thank you so much for making the time.
2: You bet, fellas. Be well. Take okay. Care. Dave Thanks, Sims
1: man. here on the announcer schedules podcast. And Phil, there you go. The journey from Philly to West Virginia to now Seattle coach K David's really checked a lot of boxes.
3: Yeah, and, you know, what's intriguing to me as far as his story is that newspaper background because, I mean, talking about some big-name sports departments that he was working in, you know, up in New York and Philadelphia Inquirer and that kind of thing. So I can only imagine um, what he was gaining, you know, just by osmosis alone, but also through experience working in those uh, sports departments – and how he's able to incorporate some of that into his uh, play-by-play work not to mention I mean that that Coach K uh, you know relationship and in program that he has there going I mean just all sorts of incredible um, experience but also I can't think of a play-by-play announcer with as much credibility as Dave Sims.
1: Well Dave yeah I mean As I said, I remember I was at West Virginia in 95 to 2000, and those Big East – the Big East Network was those Big East football and basketball games. His voice just rings for me. Those uh, great Big East – you know, the fact that the Big East football conference fell apart. You used to see Miami and Virginia Tech when they had Michael Vick and Boston College. uh, They had uh, just great football teams, West Virginia, where I was. I mean – and he was the voice of many of those games. And then, you know, he did, people don't remember, maybe not remember, uh, Westwood won. He did those Sunday afternoon games. And then he went to the Sunday night game. And I remember him working with Mark Malone. Um, and uh, he replaced Joel Myers on the Sunday night football game uh, on Westwood 1 radio. So if you were someone driving around in your car a lot, you heard a lot of <laughs> Dave Sims doing that. And then, you know, he went into the baseball. And then when he went to the Mariners and he just kind of disappeared away, I was like, what happened to Dave Sims? And then, of course, there he is with the Mariners. So, what I want to do before we get out of here is um, this was Dave's probably, uh, it sounded like, we asked him about his favorite calls. He called the perfect game for Felix Hernandez. But the fact that they made the playoffs, this was Dave Sims on the call. What of anxious folks out here at the ballpark. 3-2 to Cal. The pitch from Salvedo. Season gets paid off with a trip to the postseason.
0: That is beautiful! Mariners quits the wild card! A pitch hit home run by Cal Raleigh.
1: He has been so big for this club in the second half. Two outs and a home run to send them to the postseason. On a 3 2 pitch, it doesn't get any better than A 3 2 slider. A... Amen, brother. <laughs> there you go, that was uh, the Root Sports Call. Hey, now, hey, now, hey, now. One of his catchphrases, he got them all in there because he got an unbelievable moment and that was caught on camera and we saw how animated he was, Phil. Yeah, and just so
3: authentic and organic. I mean, you could see the joy. I mean, Dave uh, talked to us a little bit how big of a deal this is for for the Mariners after the long drought and everything. And, you know, just to see that that raw emotion from the play-by-play announcer who, you know, people might not you know, kind of realize, but I mean they're going through the entire season with the team, all these road trips, you know, wins, losses, you know, just the whole journey of the the baseball season. It's a bit of a, a grind and you of course become attached, you know, and you know, while, you know, he he spoke about how it's so important to, you know, always kind of, you know, have your journalist cap on. At the same time, when you're a team announcer, you're part of the team. And you know, to see Dave kind of, you know, exude that joy, which all the Mariners fans were feeling at the same time was was really special. And I'm glad they were able to provide that, that view from the, the booth as well. So we're able to get an inside look at that also.
1: All right. Rate, review, subscribe. Another great conversation in the books with one of the uh, very talented broadcasters, versatile Dave Sims of the Seattle Mariners television broadcast team. He's also he said he does about 40% of games on radio, so he's going to get to do some radio calls. Unlike we had Tom McCarthy on a couple weeks ago, and Tom said, nope, Scott Fransky, Larry Anderson, they do the call. He'll be doing some pregame stuff. I know on the television side they do some pregame stuff. He'll probably appear on that. And, you know, real quick note, we didn't mention this uh, during the podcast part, but during this interview, Cool moment here in Philly, Phil, where Tom McCarthy was in the booth. He got to throw it to his son, who was doing interviews from inside the locker room the night the Phillies clinched.
3: Oh, very cool. Yeah, indeed. And, you know,
1: um, wild card
3: happening as we speak, you know, this this weekend and all sorts of action for folks. And and like you said, and like we, we talked to Dave about, it, it kind of creates an interesting shuffle when it comes to some of these um, assignments and and so forth. And, you know, one that that really popped for me, that same series we're talking about, Mariners, Blue Jays, Dan Shulman, who's the television voice for the Blue Jays, he's actually going to be on the ESPN radio call. So the way it looks like that shook out was, you know, Blue Jays will use, you know, their, their radio folks, but Shulman will be available on the radio, Greg Olson, his analyst on the ESPN radio call. So it's kind of cool to see, you know, some of these team broadcasters finding homes during the playoffs at the same time. And, uh, you know, like Dave mentioned, uh, you'll be able to catch Dave Sims on the blue check that the Mariners radio call, um, you know, throughout the playoffs if they uh, continue to advance as well.
1: Yeah. By the way, uh, we gave you the TV calls uh, earlier. Dave O'Brien, Marley Rivera are doing the Tampa Bay Cleveland on radio. Dan Shulman, Greg Olson, is Seattle, Toronto, Roxy Bernstein. If we had our conversation with Roxy, you can uh, catch Roxy Bernstein conversation back in the archives. He's working with Kyle Peterson. Kevin Brown and Chris Burke are calling the Padres and Mets series. So uh, there's your radio teams for ESPN Radio uh, doing those games, uh, which all start Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, here. All right, announcer schedules, podcasts, Dave Sims in the books. Rate, review, subscribe on the Sports Media Watch feed. Spread the word. Get it out there. We'll have more great announcers. We've talked to some great ones. If you missed any of our conversations, they're kind of timeless. You can go back and listen to any of them to hear about everyone's journey to where they got to your radio or your TV describing plays for you. Announcer Schedules Podcast in the books. For Phil, I'm Mike. Have a great day. Rest of your week, everybody, your weekend, and we'll talk to you next week here on the Announcer Schedules Podcast.
3: Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon, then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7UP, all with your card.